Welcome to another awesome episode of the Science of Social Impact. Getting ready for an awesome chat today. We've got Julie McDonald from Kaikuna Clothing in the house with us today. Julie, thank you so much for joining us. Please tell us a little bit about yourself uh, as we get to know you here as we get the conversation started. Oh, thanks, Nicholas. It's really nice to be here. I um well, I guess to start about myself, I have a background in clothing and textiles. And so that's always been something I've done since a young age. I've always messing around with fabrics and sewing and just generally creative um, energy that way. And um, decided that that would be uh, where I would let my path take me as I grew older. I studied that. And then, um, and then you know, as uh, my life progressed, I got into travel. I, did, I was um, very fortunate and able to do a lot of world travel with my partner, Alan, and, um, and then settled down, had kids, and, and then more recently jumped into Kaikuna Clothing as um, a joint venture together with Alan to get back into my clothing and textiles uh, passion. Awesome. Love it. So in your journey so far, um, let's get right to the heart and then we'll work our way backwards from there. Talk about the origin, stuff like that. But your life has uh, given you so many experiences. What would you say is something that you believe? What's like a core principle you just know to be true after all the work that you've done in your life so far? Well, I'm pretty much um, pretty simple. I think um, I go with the Buddhist philosophy for the most part and um, believe we're here to learn lessons and that we really need to be focusing on loving kindness for other people and for our planet and our universe. And, um, uh, and that's it really nothing more to it. Awesome. Keep it simple. I love it. It's a great philosophy. So tell us about how we got to here. And when I say how we got to here from birth to now, take me on the high level journey in the airplane and feel free to touch down and take a stop anywhere along the way. But how did we get here? Um, you're talking about me specifically. Most definitely. You, yeah. Um, that's a tough one. I would say that I got, you know, we all are sort of dropped in into our circumstance and then we, you know, walk the path that's, you know, apparently in front of us. And in some ways it's fateful. And in other ways we make decisions along, you know, where there's forks in the path and we make decisions. So a couple of big decisions for me would be like when I decided to go into clothing and textiles arena, as opposed to doing something else, which would have been maybe chemistry or other, other things that I was considering at that age. Cause that really made an impact on what would happen to me in the future and who I met and, you know, I worked in the film industry for quite some time in, um, in Canada, in Vancouver. And that's where I met my husband and partner, Alan. And, and I, yeah, I walked that path for a while. That was an interesting uh, piece of my journey to be working in film because it brings a lot of joy to many, many people. And it's a really good venue for lessons and, and thought, you know, critical thinking and everything, but there's a lot of waste in that industry, which was, is a big impact, which was difficult. It was, was a mm -hmm. bit of a conflict for me. Um, so eventually I, you know, got out of that and then I moved down to the um, Bay area and 
here I was mostly focused on raising my family, which I, you know, is a part of the reason why we're here on the planet is to, you know, create joy and love and, and learn and grow through our relationships and other people. So I focused in on that for a while. And then um, through circumstances ended up in a situation where I had to basically get back to work. So my husband and I decided we were going to take on what had been kind of like a dream, I suppose you could call it a dream that I'd had from youth. I had done some travel and experienced various cultures and different basic ways of living in, in other countries. And, and so wanted to kind of touch base with that through the clothing design and, you know, set up a way to be creative, but also be helpful. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so that, that's where Kaikuna kind of grew out of a need for something new and different within our lives, but also to try and bring in some of the belief system that we had and um, our appreciation for other cultures and other peoples as well. Awesome. I love it. So the journey for you, originally from Canada, born in Canada? Yeah, born in Canada. And then lived there. And you mentioned film school. Is that like after high school, film school was the college route or was that post-college? That was post-college. I went into film, like once I graduated with the clothing and textiles, I ended up in Vancouver because I loved the city and I wanted to be there. And there wasn't too much going on with design manufacturing at the time within clothing. So I ended up and just kind of stumbling into the film industry and getting involved with costuming, which was great in so many ways. I met amazing people and got a lot of, you know, opportunity to work with uh, theater and, um, you know, learn a lot of new new craft. I ended up doing a little millinery, some, you know, fabric work and construction and working with breakdown. Like there was a, there's a lot in film that's really fun. It's a very creative environment to be working. And, um, and of course every project's brand new. So you're always, For sure. <laughs> you're consistently um, having to push your limits and, and kind of reach for something different that you maybe hadn't thought you would be doing which was really awesome. Mm. But there's a lot of, you know, I mean, it takes a lot of it of you in that it's demanding hours and doesn't leave time for family and, and other endeavors because it's really all encompassing in so many ways. For sure. So originally the focus was in textiles and was that the, the degree that you got coming out of university? Yeah, yeah. I got a degree in design and textile sciences. Gotcha. And then um, ended up working in film just just that's what happened. It was great. I mean, for, it was sure. for a while, it's great when you're young and you have a lot of time on your hands. Doesn't just, it, it was hard. It wasn't something I wanted to stick with for my whole life because of the nature of the hours that mm -hmm. it involved really. For and, sure. Um, I wanted to have a family. So yeah. So that's what I ended up doing. But I did also have a, a lot of aspirations to travel. I had done a little travel when I was young and, um, and then when I met Alan, we both had a dream to travel the world. So we backpacked. We took off on a trip for a couple of years and um, traveled around. And that was really impactful in that, you know, just dropping into rural communities in other parts of the world and really realizing wherever you go, it, you know, I really came back with the 
the notion that wherever you go on the planet, people are pretty much the same. They want to be happy. They want to take care of their family. And it, and like the basic happy lifestyle and raising of your kids in a safe environment is essentially like at the core of all of us. Mm -hmm. And, and it overcomes like, you know, differences in religion and politics and other things, just everybody has that in common. So that gave me a sense of like a global, um, you know, community and coming home. And that was before the internet, like right around the time the internet was just starting to, to um, grow and become a presence and, and everything's blown since then, you know, I mean, everything's mm -hmm. such a global community now. So it's really accessible compared to what it was like then. And For travel sure. was a, a great way to see, to get that sense, but which, which we can get now on our computer so easily. Yeah. I want to make sure we don't breeze past uh, a very subtle part of your sentence, which caught me by surprise, which was we wanted to travel. So we backpacked for a couple of years, <laughs> not just like one trip. You decided this is going to be a couple years. Was that like for you, for both of you just, yeah, we'll go for a couple of years. All good. Or was this like a huge decision in your life? I think when I came back from a, like a, you know, three month backpack to Europe, basically with the idea of like, I want to do more of this. I want to go for a longer period because when you get away from your normal uh, society and your safe places where you're comfortable and you're taken care of, then you, you really grow like mentally and your attitudes and how you feel about the world in general just really changes and expands. And three months was like a taste, but it wasn't really like it started to percolate, but I, then I was home again. And, mm -hmm. and that kind of like that progression stopped. So when I met, you know, my husband, Alan, my partner, um, he had had a similar experience where he had taken off and done some travel and he came back with the same idea. So when we met each other, we both had that in common and we were both working in, and um, in film at that point. And we just, after some time, I don't know how long it was, but we sat down and we're like, you know, we're just kind of working and working and working. And what is this all for? And hey, I know you want to travel. I want to travel. We did a little travel here and there, but we just made a goal that we wanted to be able to unplug from society and materialism and just go live life on the planet, mm -hmm. which, which, you know. <laughs> and be a part of it, be part of the live nature of everything. And so we, you know, we worked, we had a plan, we saved money, we stopped going out for dinner and stuff. Mm -hmm. And, um, and just, you know, you know, cut back on spending consumerism and whatnot, and just like started to, you know, I mean, it's a luxury, only people in West, in certain cultures are going to be able to do that, right, mm -hmm. to be yep. able to stash away. And so, you know, privileged in that way. But yeah, we just, you know, gathered together and our stuff and put it on our back and, and took off and, and, you know, the portion of the planet that we saw in a couple of years is minuscule. When you look at the, right, right. the world map on the yeah. wall and you, uh -huh. you put your little pins on it or whatever, have you, it's like, you realize that there's there are multiple lifetimes worth of travel on this planet. And it's also beautiful and amazing. It's, it's heartbreaking when you hear of, of the um, environment um, being devastated because it's, 
it's who we are, what we are. And yeah. Awesome. So it was, it was a great, yeah, it was amazing. I've never, <laughs> I always look back on it as being like a highlight of my life. Although having kids has been also. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. So you meet Alan it, during that time when you're doing film and you said he's in film also, and you guys both happen to have that travel bug and want to travel. Um, for you, why originally did it go the clothing route? Was there anything that happened growing up that made it go that way? And then why did, why was the travel bug there as well? Just wanted to know if there's any seeds that happened along the way that planted that manifested in, I'm going to get my degree in textiles and I have this itch to travel. Um, the reason why I probably ended up getting my degree in textiles was because <clears throat> I've kind of a, um, more of a scientist than an artist in many different ways. I'm analytical and whatnot. And textiles can be both. And clothing can be both. Or design can be both. It's kind of a little bit of engineering and whatnot it, when you're doing the structural um, designing of the garments. Uh, I, d I think the reason why I took that path was because I was trying to find where my passion would lead me. and. At, at that young age, I had always had an affinity for sewing. Like I picked up a needle at a young age and I was, I had a natural knack for it. You know, I could always do, you know, I, I they say people, you know, you're born with your, some of your skills, I guess, are just part of who you are. And I always had that knack for learning that. I just had it, you know, I could sew from a young age I had wow. the you know I mean a lot of people do have mm. that with many things you know musicians and whatnot and so that happened to be sort of my thing that I was born with the ease and I picked it up quickly and I loved it and I played around with it as a kid so as I was growing older and you know moving into my you know intellectual years in university I just wanted to be have that sense of happiness and and um kind of be the complete person with you know instead of going after the money or something like that i wanted to go after a a, a satisfying and um rewarding life and so i decided that that maybe i should follow that because it's kind of what i always did you know Absolutely. Is that and so? Yeah. And I think that's what led me to make that decision because it was a bit of a decision at one point where, okay, am I going to go a more of a scientific route or am I going to go more towards this clothing textiles design route? And um, yeah. And, and it, yeah, it certainly impacted me. It, I could have gone the other way. For sure. Is it becoming that journey to become that complete person that also planted the seed for, for travel? Cause you knew that seeing more of the world would make you more of a complete person or were there any other factors that made you say, I got to get out. I got to travel. Uh, I think with the travel, I think that, you know, some people just have it. They're like either nomadic or they're not, they kind of love <laughs> it or they don't, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think I always loved it. Like anytime I went, you know, camping and whatnot, like just getting out there in nature and just experiencing new places was um, really just gave me a lot of energy. Like it energized me and made me ask questions. And I was curious to find out about other people and the way they lived and, you know, what art they created and you name it, any, everything. And travel just is like always 
an abundance of that. You're always learning and growing and experiencing the new and challenging yourself and getting yourself in situations where you have to problem solve. And mm-hmm. all that's invigorating. And you come out of it, you come out the other side changed. And you, you know, sometimes it's really hard. It's tough. You have hard lessons too. But in the end, you, you're more um, aware. Absolutely. So along, along this travel journey, is, is there a moment where you and Alan decide, Hey, I think we can, I think we can do something. I think we can start something. And I think that something is in, is in clothing or was there, was it a series of moments that got to, got to that point? Um, it wasn't necessarily when we were traveling that we, um, came upon that. We did that. Our um, Kaikuna grew later, and Kaikuna, Kaikuna grew um, from, you know, essentially we live in the Silicon Valley. It's a high-paced, expensive lifestyle, and we had kids in school. You know, we wanted to stay here, and our situation changed, and then we decided, hey, let's try a business. We want to try a business. Let's go back and do what maybe you've always wanted, which was clothing and designing, and Alan's a photographer. So he won, and he's also in IT. So it seemed like a cool fit to do an internet business with the clothing. And then at the same time, we could bring in our, um, our belief system and try to promote, like, you know, this was a, quite a few years ago we started. And at that time, like more environmentally oriented uh, clothing was just kind of starting to grow. It was... Um, you know, getting a little bit of traction, but there wasn't a lot out there. And we wanted to move into that arena because we believe in it. We believe in trying to be, you know, making choices that are better for the planet and as well as being, you know, fair to the various people around the world that are working in the industry. I mean, I've had that in, in my own life where people are, if I was doing like a private contract to sew something for someone, they're always like, surprised by how much your labor cost is going to be when you're sewing them this beautiful garment that's taking your skill it takes a long time and you have to pay for food for your family i mean and then they're shocked at sort of what Mm -hmm. you would charge to make this beautiful dress for their theater production or whatever and and that was always a little bit disconcerting to say well why is my work not valuable i have I have a skill that some people don't have, but no one's willing in our society to sort of pay the price for it. And they're going to, you know, they'd rather go overseas because they can get it for super cheap. But somebody who's here, they, I don't know, it was just an interesting mm-hmm. eye-opening experience in that way. So we were pretty aware of that piece of the pie too. And I guess that's what led to Kaikuna. We wanted to try and, um, bring all of our skills together in a way that would have a positive impact. Awesome. I'm going to make sure that I quickly read this just little snippet from the Kaikuna website because it caught my eye when I was uh, looking at it before this call. So I'm going to read this from the about us page on the site. And then Julie, give us like the insider version of this story. Um, So it says on the about us page, uh, Alan and Julie, and for those listening, Alan is Julie's husband, and they they run Kaikuna together. So Alan and Julie met over a Volkswagen van, his to be honest. He'd pieced it together from two or three old vans. She loved it and found him to be equally engaging 
and exciting. She hopped in, swooned by his kiss and promise of adventure, and off they went to travel the world and create beauty together. Corny but true. 20 years and several vans later, they are still jumping off cliffs. The most recent being the creation of Kaikuna, a clothing company founded with the simple goals of following passions, supporting the betterment of a healthy planet, and giving back. End quote. That okay. is very well written uh, and you. so awesome. So uh, we decide to start Kaikuna. Like, what happens next? Oh, yeah. Kaikuna has been an interesting ride. Like, speaking of jumping off cliffs, I, when I say that, it's just making those decisions. Like, you come to an impasse and you're like, what am I going to do? Am I going to go right or am I going to go left? And okay, I'm going to go right and whatever comes what may, right? And, um, and, you know, even taking that two, two year vacation, you know, a lot of people were, Hey, what are you doing? Like, are you serious? Or you're just going to drop out, leave your jobs, leave your careers and, and, you know, sell your car and then just go off and backpack. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of people didn't understand where we were coming from at all. And, um, and I think we've done a, a fair amount of that, even just leaving Canada to come to the U.S. It's, it's risk-taking, basically, in a real simple form. It's like, you know, we feel like we haven't gone the easy route, and it's sometimes been tough. But at the same time, I think it's made our lives fuller. And uh, so with that, uh, Kaikuna was another one of those risk-taking ventures. We we're like, okay, we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> we haven't been in business before. Um, you know, I have my background in you, you in uh, clothing and textiles and you have your background in photography and IT and let's, let's just see what we can make of it with our, um, goal of doing something good and, um, and then being happy together and supporting our family as well within the constraints of our society. But it's been very challenging. I mean, Kaikuna, initially I wanted, you know, be, we both wanted to do something that was super environmental and super fair trade. And, you know, once I started to sit down and do the research and get really into it, I, I was coming up with walls every which way I turned, you mm. know, you think it's organic cotton. It's not organic cotton. It's like, maybe it's organically grown and maybe it's organically processed. And it doesn't tell you that when it says it on the label with the nice little, um, graphic. Mm -hmm. And so if you're really trying to do something that's authentic, you it's it was pretty much impossible for us to find something that would be authentically what we would really want, which would be completely clean. And so we had to step back a couple of um paces and I had to rework the mission of the company and make it that hey, we can't claim that we're a hundred percent environmental or we're a hundred percent fair trade or we're a hundred percent of anything because we just, sometimes you just don't even know, mm -hmm. but you can try your best and you can work towards. And so the mission of the company changed to working towards a more sustainable and environmental clothing industry, which is what we try to do. And with every, every product we make, which we haven't got too many, but with each one, if I can claim one good thing that's a step in a betterment of the way that clothing is done on our planet, and I can say that that one is good because it has fair trade or because it has good fabric or it's got sustainable materials, then I think that's 
the step in the right direction. And mm-hmm. it, and that's how I've tried to make the decisions that we've done with Kaikuna and Alan as well. Awesome. So th- you decide you're doing that research for some people that might've actually stopped them. Cause it sounds like you had that initial dream to be super, just like completely organic. All those things you mentioned, saw some obstacles to that. You pivoted a little bit and the result was what we see today at Kaikuna. Um, what, how did it start? Like, did you make some shirts and sell them out in the street or did you have a first sale? Like what happened first? Oh, well we started out, we wanted to make a hoodie and um, Alan's like a design mind as well. So he's got a lot of these great ideas. And then I'm kind of the engineering girl that, you know, put him into practice. And <laughs> so we just gathered our, we got our space and then we, um, you know, started working on design concepts and we came up with the idea that we would start our, do our hoodie first and, um, and worked on the website and the hoodie at the same time. And then what our sort of what the flavor of Kaikuna was going to be. And interestingly enough, we were looking for the name. This is a lot of the beginning story was kind of fun. We were all over looking for a name that would be meaningful and would um, reflect what we wanted, wanted to do with the company. And, you know, we were coming up short, like it was, it was a long process. It took us like months and months. And finally we found Kaikuna, which is um, a Finnish word and it, it means echo. And and we really liked that because it had a strong sound to it, but it also was like all about echoing. Like we were like, hey, this is great. It's going to echo our values in our product and echo our journey on the planet. So mm. that's how we came up with Kaikuna as our, our brand name, and uh, which was really fun. And then from there, just, you know, being that we're a mom and pop and we're just the two of us are doing this whole thing we had a lot to learn and a lot to create you know from the website to just learning how to get into production and Mm -hmm. you know get into the factories in san francisco is one of the bigger um fact sort of manufacturing uh sectors in the country here and so we do have resources within driving distance of where we're situated and so we got in, we were able to just learn like every single step of the way has been a major learning experience from, you know, getting to shows to get the fabric to get, and then, oh, you, you know, you need the zipper and you need the this and you need the that. <laughs> and how are we going to create a design, but at the same time stick with our mission and at the same, you know, and get into the factories because there's only so many factories. So you got to be able right. to get in there. So there, you know, there've been a lot of challenges with our journey with the company too, and surprises as, you know, trying to stick with our mission, but even just trying to get things accomplished. So we started with the hoodie, we got that done and then we moved on and we did our scarf and, and we did do um, a lot of pop-up shops in our area in San Jose. There's a great San Jose made outfit here that is um, supportive of local small businesses that are coming up. So, you know, we did weekends at Whole Foods and we've done uh, some uh, up in, uh, we were in Oakland at Jack of all trades market. And, and we've, so we've done like days here and there with the pop-up shop, which has been really good because we got feedback right from the customers, like Mm -hmm. the people that were interested in buying, we could see what they were looking for and what, you know, where our shortcomings were and what they liked and, and then, uh, you know, we pulled the t-shirt together. We found a really amazing company 
to get our beanies and our t-shirts from that does awesome work in India with the, they have, a, they grow cotton, organic cotton, but they also provide like daycare and medical for the people who work on in in their um, in their plants and on in their fields so we really like to support them and um, so yeah it's personal and it's also you know a shared venture sharing out on the internet mm-hmm. and it's growing slowly it's it's very slow but we're step by step each thing is is teaching us something new and like I said lots of mountains to climb and and challenges and, and absolutely regrouping and and making new decisions and that's the fun of it yeah awesome what would we be uh really surprised to either know about you or know about you and alan or kaikuna at large what would we be really surprised to know about (laughs) i don't know that's a tough one um i guess the, the surprise would be that trip and which we've talked about just um, getting out there for a year with nothing but a backpack on our back. And, and I guess that surprises people. So, so did you sell, yeah. sell your house or rent, leave rent? Like you literally had the stuff on your back and maybe a storage <coughs> unit here. We left from Vancouver and what we did is I, yeah, we just kind of got a storage unit and threw all our, you know, furniture. Basically we didn't have a lot going on at that age. But we had, you know, we did have some. Sold the car and um, just had a, like an open-ended plan to go as long as, uh, as we were still um, happy to travel. So, yeah. Hmm. And then just came back. We had to get back in the workforce fairly fast because we exhausted our resources. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. What is uh, something that you're scared of, either in business or just in life in general? You know, I, that's a really interesting question at this time. I lost my dad this year, which was really difficult. Mm-hmm. And Sorry I think, to hear that. Thank you. Um, I think it's taken a lot of fear out of me in many ways because I realized the importance of of, you know, family and loved ones is basically, it is a lot of the big part of who I am. And so fear of things. Yeah, that was a big fear for me and it's already happened. So Mm -hmm. I I would say, you know, fear in business, we're always afraid to not have a home, I guess. Everybody's, you know, food, shelter, clothing. Mm -hmm. Um, But generally I feel pretty blessed most of the time and pretty grateful for, you know, where we live and absolutely and, uh, true that yeah. what's been uh, one of the biggest successes or highlights along the way for Kaikuna so far, if you could take us to a moment, uh, a high celebratory moment. Where would you take us? It's a success. Every time someone gets on our site and orders something from us and they're happy with our product, we're mm-hmm. just delighted. If we can give them something that they they love to wear and it, it works for them. And yeah, just it, those, like I said, simple. If just sharing our skills and, and able to serve in that way, that's all, that's the success every day. Every time we get an order, we're happy. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And who, who is that order coming from? If you could speak to that person, who's, if someone's listening to this, who's the kind of person that is really interested in the Kaikuna clothing brand and what's that person like and why is your clothing the best option for them and why should they go on right now and check it out and get that hoodie? <laughs> Uh, I think that people who are, um, our clothing is meant to be comfortable and wearable and, and as far as the sustainability aspect of it, it, we try to make good quality things that are going to last a long time so that the consumerism can be minimized. I mean, if you're going to spend good money on a good piece of clothing and have it last a long time and you can just wear it for many years doing what you love to do, we kind of wrap it around. Our, our inspiration is travel, and which means living in the outdoors a lot of the time. And so we try to make things that are sort of everyday wearable items that you can be outside in and enjoying. And, and that's what we'd like to develop further. We've only done a couple of pieces so far, but we want to keep on going and be able to create more. And so if somebody's interested in Supporting a mom and pop that's going to be looking out for where they're getting their things and who's making them and they uh, are looking for quality, then yeah, come on over and check us out. Awesome. And the place to go, K-A-I-K-U-N-A.com, Kaikuna.com. All the threads are up there. You can check those out. Uh, Julie, as we start to close it, if you had 30 seconds in front of the entire world, it was translated in every language and everyone was watching. What would you use that 30 seconds to say? Oh, I suppose, you know what? This may be cliche, but I, I go with the Dalai Lama's message, loving kindness for everybody. And, and that way you'll bring it into your own heart and you'll share it out with the planet. Well said. Didn't even need the whole 30 either. No, it's pretty basic. <laughs> Uh, lastly here, we talk about social impact. How do you define social impact or making an impact? I think making an impact is also pretty, um, for me, it's, it's simple. I think if I can make a small change that's beneficial to one person or many people, you know, just getting our clothing manufactured here in San Francisco pays, pays the wages of people locally and reduces impact on um you know the transportation and whatnot and all those small things um i think they add up and the more we support ventures that are working with an awareness of that then the better off we're all going to be in the bigger picture moving forward do you look at making a difference and giving back as is it a duty? Like, do we have a responsibility to do that? Or is it just a nice to have? Is it, we'd like everyone to give back. We understand if they don't, or are you on the side of, dude, it is, you, you have a job to do and it's to make the world better. So do it. Uh, I would say that if you, if you live your life in a selfish, a small microcosm, then you're not feeding your own spirit. And uh, the way to feed and have your own soul grow and your own sort of self within the community of the planet and all the beings on it is to, is to give and to be aware. And so if being super hyper self-focused is, is not going to bring anything to anybody 
So I think the, I think it's not necessarily a responsibility, but it's, it's who we are. I think we just get caught up and lose track of it. Mm -hmm. It's in our nature. 100%. What's the, what's the future? What's the vision for Kaikuna? Where is it going from here? Right now, Kaikuna is going to continue to try and um, just move forward with some of the challenges with fabric. I think fabric is a big challenge, you know, mm-hmm. trying to find sustainable fabrics um, where, that have lower impacts. And that's a, a big one, continuing to research that, move forward with that, and then um, working with other outfits that are have the similar mission because you can't do it alone. You have to do it in conjunction with the other people in the industry. And so working with good partners and who have a similar vision is part of what we want to do moving forward. I love it. Any final words for the listeners of this podcast who are just learning more about social impact, whether it's in their business or their personal life? Um, Well, yeah, you got me at a loss. I want to say thank you to to people who are putting in the effort, just whether they're on the first start of the path or they're a lot further along than we are. Um, but it, it's some um, admirable work, and and it's a place we need to go if we're gonna, you know, make positive change. Awesome, I love it. Well, thank you for making time for us today, Julie, and making time for all the listeners. Um, thanks for what you do at Kaikuna, guys. Check out the site. It's going to take you a couple seconds to type it in, check it out, scroll around, check out some of the apparel. K a i k u n a dot com. You've been chatting here with Julie and Nick, and we've been talking about loving kindness, clothing, textiles, film, Volkswagen vans, love, life, the pursuit of happiness, all of it. Um, Julie, it's been a pleasure to chat. Thanks for what you do. All the best to you and Alan and everything you guys have going on with Kaikuna moving forward here. And um, we just can't wait to continue to support and be one of your biggest fans. So thank you. Thanks very much, Nick. Thanks to everybody.